0: Hi everyone. Hi, good morning. Well, good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. It happens to be very early morning here where I'm recording this, but maybe you're listening to this at lunchtime or at bedtime. So hello to everybody wherever you are. My name is Kelsey Malia Brasek, and I'm a holistic psychotherapist and Reiki master. You're listening to the Soulful Tonic Podcast. This is a space for all things holistic healing. Today, I just wanted to hop on here and do a pretty quick episode because it's fresh on my mind. I want to talk about ways that I've that I'm working on healing my insomnia naturally. So I did not always used to have insomnia. I used to be a pretty good sleeper, or at least I thought I was. And I would toss and turn a little bit, you know, but in the last maybe six months or so, I started like legit waking up wide awake in the middle of the night. And I'm not going to lie to you, it freaked me out. It's like you take your sleep for granted or I took my sleep for granted. And then all of a sudden, I'm not a good sleeper. Dealing with this insomnia was not a part of my identity, and then it kind of started to confuse my body, and I got really in my head, and it brought me a lot of anxiety. Like, wow, I've been taking my sleep for granted. What if I never sleep again? I don't know if any of you out there have struggled with insomnia or sleeping soundly, or maybe if you can relate to this anyway, but there is a deep-rooted fear, at least in me, with sleep that what if I can never sleep again? And it sounds silly, but then there's movies like Fight Club, and he really does not sleep. I used to love the movie Fight Club, but now it's like a horror movie to me. (laughs) But I have been working pretty diligently and gently uh, on the insomnia that I've been struggling with, and I thought that I would just share three quick tips with anyone listening today in case you're maybe dealing with something similar or you'd like to sleep sounder, or maybe you know somebody who struggles to sleep and maybe this can help them. So feel free to share this episode with them as well. The first thing I want to talk about that I always do almost every single night is drink herbal teas and incorporate essential oils into my bedtime routine. This has literally been a game changer. And I know this isn't brand new information. I'm sure a lot of listeners or anyone really out there Maybe already drinks tea or does the essential oil thing, but I've done specific herbs and oils that have significantly helped my sleep quality. So teas that I really enjoy at bedtime are I drink chamomile, lavender, oat flour. Sometimes I add in a little bit of ashwagandha root, and sometimes I add in a little bit of valerian root, which if you know, you know, valerian root smells like wet dog, <laughs> but it is a truly powerful sleepy time herb. So I definitely recommend adding it into your tea. So I do drink kind of blends of those. Sometimes I mix it up, maybe a splash of coconut milk and a little bit of honey. There's something about having that warm beverage in my hands. So it's warming my hands. It's nourishing my body. Even if there was some placebo effect in there, I'm here for it because I'm telling my mind and my body, this is a nighttime herb. This will help you sleep. And it works every time. I never have trouble falling asleep. Now, staying asleep, that's a whole other dragon (laughs) that I'll keep talking about in later episodes as well. But sometimes falling asleep is the hardest part. So I definitely recommend drinking those nighttime herbal teas, those sleepy teas. And like I had mentioned as well, essential oils that I use that have also been a game changer, similar to the herbal teas. Lavender, of course, that's everybody's go-to, right? But in addition to the lavender, my other two go-tos are cinnamon. So like that warm grounding cinnamon smell, it makes me feel like I'm falling asleep in a bakery. Just warm baked goods. But also there's something that it does to my body that's just deep-rooted calmness and stillness. And the other one is jettomancy. Jettomancy is a cousin of valerian. So it has like a, I would say maybe a wet, woodsy smell to it, um, like that deep herbal aroma similar to valerian. It does not smell fantastic, but I think I've just created that pattern in my mind where when I smell Gettomancy, it's time to go the hell to sleep. So I think that's really the key here is whatever herb you choose. I mean, yes, research maybe some sleepy time herbs or test out different ones, smelling different ones that kind of resonate with you and your body and your frequency, but also whatever oils or herbs you assign to bedtime, the power of the mind is so strong that I really think that it'll just kind of get you into that sleep state because any bedtime ritual is a really important factor in getting a good night's sleep. So the next one I do that is huge is I use my journal to brain dump my thoughts and my dreams. I've always been a bit of a journaler, but sometimes I find myself like in a jolly narrative in my journal, like today was a good day. I did these things and thought these wonderful thoughts. Isn't life great? (laughs) Yes, life is great. Yes, life is beautiful, 100%. But I don't want to push any thoughts down that I'm afraid of. So I use my journal now, especially at bedtime, to just, it's like I'm taking a hand and just digging deep down into my gut and we're ripping out these thoughts. And sometimes they do take a little bit of time to surface. So I like to give myself time for this. So i'll often listen to like a sleepy or a bedtime like frequency on my phone and sometimes i'll listen to like heart healing music to soften my heart or just a deep sleep frequency whatever kind of gets me in the zone of just honing into my words and going to town on my journal so i like to do the exercise where i put my pen to paper and i really don't stop until there's no more thoughts and i tell my clients this too so maybe this will resonate with you But sometimes I'll start off in that, "Mm, today's Wednesday, you know, I drink some tea and it'll start off pretty surface level and just kind of chatting with myself. And then all of a sudden I find myself being like, but isn't life empty? (laughs) How do I know that I'm on the right path? And these like darker thoughts will come up and it's nothing I'm afraid of, but sometimes I think it can be unnerving to just see what's in there, you know? So Allowing yourself that time to process whatever is there, because then it's not causing you to wake up in the middle of the night tossing and turning and wondering the purpose of life. In addition to that, I use this tactic with my dreams as well. So when I do find myself waking up in the middle of the night, whether because I, I don't know, I was physically uncomfortable or my dogs woke me up or I just woke up from a dream. I use that time. I immediately get out my journal. Even if I'm so sleepy, I can barely keep my eyes open. I'll get my journal out, put my pen to paper. I have my little like orange Himalayan salt lamp by the bed. So there's not jarring lights in my eyes, but it kind of has that soft fire glow vibe to it. And again, I'll just write for a couple minutes like this was a weird dream, here's what I remember about it. I don't always try to analyze the dream in the middle of the night because that kind of gets me into my thinking brain. Sometimes it's just a matter of dumping the thoughts to paper because I don't know about you, but sometimes if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have this thought or this idea, it's difficult to fall back to sleep because you don't want to forget it. It's like fresh in your mind. So you sit there and ruminate on it and try like, okay, when I wake up, I better not forget this thought, right? So I kind of bypass all that by writing it down so that I can put my mind at ease. Like, it's okay if you consciously forget it for the rest of the night. It'll be there waiting for you when you wake up. And then sometimes I'll go back in my journal and be like, what the actual hell was this dream about? Let me process this. But brain dumping your thoughts on a journal is a truly, truly helpful practice for falling and staying asleep. So I definitely recommend that one. Last, but a thousand percent not least, is when I find that I'm up in the middle of the night and I just can't go back to sleep for whatever reason, I try my hardest to show myself grace and I don't put pressure on myself to go to sleep. Now, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself and be like, damn it, Kelsey, it's the middle of the night. This is not the time to be awake. Like, and kind of like white knuckling my way to sleep, like go to sleep. (laughs) And that obviously wasn't working because that's so much pressure on the mind and body. And it wasn't aligned with how I was feeling at that time. So I wasn't meeting myself where I was at. And that is so key to getting a good night's sleep. So what I've been doing lately when I can't sleep as I stretch my body around a little bit, give my dog a couple smooches because every time I wake up, she wakes up. (laughs) And then I just meet myself with acceptance. Hey, you're awake right now, Kelsey. Does that suck? Sure. Would you rather be sleeping? Absolutely. But this is a reality that you're in. And I have this little pep talk with myself. And sometimes I sit up and I'll meditate. I might get up and I sleep with a hot water pack, which I'll talk about in other episodes too, because it is such a grounding practice. But I just like that, that heat. (laughs) Some people that are hot sleepers are probably listening to this like a hard pass. (laughs) but I like to sleep warm. So I'll get up, I'll go to the bathroom, even if I don't really have to, just kind of restarting, you know, not trying to hold on to the night that was before I woke up, but I'm entering a new phase of my night. And so I'll do those things. I'll get up and stretch. Then I'll come back to bed. If I still don't feel like going to sleep. I might read a little book or going back to the second tip I gave was doing some brain dump journaling exercises but I'm really accepting myself where I'm at so that when I do decide to sleep, it comes more naturally and I don't have that pressure on myself, if that makes sense. So these are the three things that have worked for me. By all means, you do you, but if you have not tried incorporating these three techniques into your daily sleep routine, you find yourself struggling to fall or stay asleep, I highly recommend giving these a try. I know they worked for me. Every day is a new opportunity to try again. So if you don't get good sleep one night, yeah, that sucks, but there's always the next night and we keep having these new opportunities to try again and get to know ourselves better. I hope this helps. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. It means the world to me and I will talk to you guys next time. Take care. Bye-bye.